0: Hi and uh, welcome to Learning and Development One Hundred and One. I'm your host Joe, and today I am joined by a very unique individual, uh, Adam Lacey. Adam, coming in, tell us who you are, what you do, what's your company about, and then we're just going to go straight into this because this is going to be right up your wheelhouse. So, tell us who you are.
1: Thanks ever so much, Joe. Um, Adam Lacey here from uh, well, founder of AssembleU.com, um, and what we do is we create succinct actionable audio lessons um, for for people around power skills so you're talking things like leadership communication strategy uh change management all that kind of stuff the intangible skills that are very transferable difficult to learn um and and yeah our, our kind of unique take on it is that we do all of our delivery via via audio we love the medium um you know, we are a big fan of podcasts, um, so great great to be joining you today on this one, and um, and yeah, we um, we we're, we're we're trying to kind of carve a bit of a new new direction for for audio training in um, in in learning and
0: development. Excellent, and as you may have guessed, ladies and germs, uh, this comes into today's topic of audio learning, and the really cool thing is that that's what this podcast is. This podcast is audio learning at the end of the day like 90% of podcasts are audio learning in some fashion um and the question that really is probably on the tip of your tongue right now is what is audio learning you know like and does it have any power like I know we talked uh previously before Adam about you know the difference between audio and visual learning but like what is audio learning from a professional standpoint
1: yeah good good question I don't <clears throat> I don't know if too many people have um have defined it too succinctly yet but my my view on it is it's it's effectively any transfer of knowledge within within kind of an audio audio only format so non-visual format um you know that could be a podcast an audio book a, a book summary that's read out or a specific course that is designed and delivered over over audio be that a long course or a or, or a kind of short course. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think at the moment, you know, th- there's different, there's different styles and different approaches to it, but, and people may have a preference for, for, for different, um, you know, different types of audio, but I think, I think anything where someone is learning and if, I, we found some really interesting stats when researching this. So before, you know, before we started the company, Um, we wanted to make sure that there was some data to back up what we were doing. And we, you know, we were big fans of podcasts and listening to loads of them. And that was, that was the main reason actually that the big reason was that most of the learning we were doing happened to be via podcasts or audio books as well. We just weren't getting the time at the screen, um, to, to do it, or actually more importantly, we were spending too much time at our screens. And we didn't wanna then sit there and watch watch videos. Um, we preferred to kind of, to listen. Um, and there's some there's some really interesting studies. So one of them we found uh, from the Infinite Dial said uh, 74% of people listen to podcasts to learn new things. So obviously there's there's loads of different types of podcasts out there, but three quarters of listeners are doing so to, to learn new things, which is really cool. Um, and a couple of others. Uh, more than half of millennials listen to educational podcasts. Um, and another stat we found, which is sixty-seven point eight percent of podcast listeners of all ages agreed or strongly agreed that podcasts contribute to their intellectual growth. So there's a big kind of, you know, consumer movement towards audio it has been over the last ten years. If you look at the the growth of podcast kind of engagement. Um, And it seems like a lot of people are, are using them to, to, to learn. Um, So, yeah. And I think, I think audio, whether it's, you know, one person speaking, whether it's multiple person, uh, people speaking in a a conversation or an interview style, um, however it's being spun um, is, you know, a a lot of that, a lot of that listenership is, is, is educational based now, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, We'll, we'll talk a little bit later about you know some of the, the studies that, that can happen, because we were talking before and it was just fascinating stuff when we were really digging into it. Um, and I really guess the, the question that kind of brings back to audio learning is, is this different from, you know, the craze that happened probably the late 90s, learn while you sleep, you know, or when, when that whole thing sort of really kicked off, you know, like everyone do it like families would get their children to to sleep with like different language books on the go and <laughs> you know you've got and even nowadays you know learn learn French while you sleep you know is 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 it any different from that is there like something more profound to it
1: so you, you made me do some research on this joke because um <laughs> I I hadn't you know except for maybe a uh, an episode of friends that uh, that i that i recall uh, where chandler was trying to stop smoking or something like that the whole the whole like learning while you sleep movement yeah. had passed me by a little bit yeah. um, so there, there's a technical name for it it's called uh, hypnopedia mm-hmm. apparently so that's the and, and actually it became really popular in the 1920s initially and then 1930s so there was a, a device called the psychophone That played motivational messages to people while they while they slept um it's really interesting so science kind of the scientific world started to get interested in it and i've i found quite a cool article that kind of breaks all this down that we can drop into the show notes if you like and the 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 the, the bits i pulled from it is basically the science behind it was uh, discredited in the 50s and then kind of resurrected by more more recent studies um but the most recent, I guess, data and, and, um, and findings on it is that it is possible for the sleeping brain to absorb information through through audio, mm-hmm. um, but the memories are, are implicit and unconscious. So the learning itself is very, very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, so, some stuff might be absorbed, but for actual complex learning, like say learning a language or, uh, you know, learning quantum physics or well anything really um it's not it's not that appropriate okay but really like really interestingly you mentioned like learning a language there so if you think of all the language skills as uh, language skills language schools um and how they deliver their training especially the digital ones mm-hmm. a big part of that is is audio delivery i mean there might be a mix of stuff whether it's duolingo rosetta stone what you know whoever um big a big part of it is actually audio delivery so audio learning's been used for you know years already in lots of different in lots of different areas and sectors podcasts have maybe popularized it for more general um uh general information and, and, and general kind of lessons but language learning's been using it for a for a really long time um and actually kind of companies disseminating information to their Mm -hmm. to their employees as well and updates and things so um my um my father-in-law used to get a cassette tape posted to him on the sunday night by his uh work that gave kind of like for for everybody all the kind of the, the the people in the field he was working in the field a lot um to listen to on a on a on a monday on their on their commute to whatever part of the country they were going to Mm -hmm. kind of like a, a a company information download for a cassette. So I think this stuff's been happening in the, in the background. I think, I think maybe everyone got very excited about e-learning video learning and all that kind of stuff and pulling people to the screen. And now that we've spent the last two and a half, three years, like forcefully glued to our screens, everyone's now thinking, you know what? (laughs) I, I just, I want a bit of, i want a bit of a, a break for my eyes i want a bit of time away from it um and actually yeah audio is becoming a really interesting medium again in um in kind of learning development as you know as part of a as part of i guess a a, a mix of um a mix of kind of topics or mix of delivery modalities should
0: i say yeah i mean the, the reason i, I told you know the sleep the learn my sleep things the only th- reason I cropped into my brain is I remember an episode of Dexter's lab. Now I don't know <laughs> if you can think that far back. Um and there's where he tries to learn French and yeah. he gets stuck on repeat and he ends up learning omelette du fromage just constantly. <laughs> and that's the only thing that I remember from it. Um but it's, it's it's really it's really cool that you know it's it's you know you talk about your father in law getting cassette tapes, you know, and part of my brain's gone Mission Impossible star like the cassette tape will self destruct in, in 30 <laughs> seconds or whatever. But you know, to see that it's it's been around, it was just the way that our society moved forward in that visual aspect has dictated how we learn um anything these days. Um yeah. but standing in front of a whiteboard um, with a PowerPoint presentation back, you know, if you go back far enough an overhead projector, nowadays it's you know it's e-learning, um, it's even YouTube and, and, and TikTok. You know it's all all visual um so really what what stands audio learning out from visual like what makes a good audio learning are there any golden rules to it is there anything that you should be avoiding
1: yeah a no, good great great question i think i think the answer is um i mean th- so there's a few i guess you know getting your sound quality right <clears throat> um, all that kind of stuff. There's, there's probably a few like physical things that are quite important. And we've, we've learned quite a lot since we've been doing audio about, about sound quality, you know, don't record in a, don't record something in a room with hard floors and glass walls, because you're you're just going to get terrible echoes and and all this kind of stuff. So there's, there's all that kind of stuff to consider, but I think from a, from a learning point of view, you know, you, you design it in the same way that you would design any learning intervention, whether it's a, you know, a face-to-face or a, or a kind of um, uh, an online, on-screen digital asset. Um, you think about who the audience are, what they're looking for, what's going to inspire and engage them. How are you going to get the information over in the in the most uh, effective way, concise way, based on based on the the, the need of the of the person learning. Um, and I think I think there's loads of different ways to do it. So with audio, you could, you know, I mean, our format is short. 10 minute single voice at the mm-hmm. moment it it may not stay like that we don't know um you know there's 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 loads of different ways you can do it. you could have multiple voice actors um acting out role play situ- situations or scenarios uh for for learning all done all done by our audio um and i think i think one of the big benefits of it is it is a lot of the time quicker and easier to produce than say, than say video. Um, and you've got the big benefit of when it's distributed, someone doesn't have to be in front of a screen to, um, to, to consume it. So you can, you can fit those learning interventions in around, around the, the, the busy lives of the, of the, of the people who, um, who are trying to, who you're trying to improve or trying to help. Um, I think, so I think that's one of the, one of the big kind of things for it. You know, you can, you can listen to something and learn and absorb information while you're driving in the car or traveling on a train or going for a jog or something like that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think, uh, but then you, you've got, you've got to pick the right stuff. So, <laughs> you know, the, I, I think trying to teach someone to code in Python via audio yeah. is just, is not suitable you know um it's not the right thing to do for that you need something more visual or maybe something more interactive so it's you know it's the same <clears throat> it's the same approach you would take to thinking about any or developing any kind of course or learning um you've got to make sure a that audio isn't a, isn't appropriate modality for what you're trying to teach um, and then b design it with the design it with the learner in mind mm. um you know what what are they trying to get out of it what do you want them to take away um, do you want them to do a follow up? Do you want them to answer questions at the end? And you know you can build a lot of this into 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 your kind of audio pieces.
0: Awesome, awesome source. Um, so just take a, a moment here to sort of find out a bit more about Assemble. You, like, why why the name and, and why start this this venture?
1: Yeah, cool. Good question on the name. Um, the name uh, came about because we, we wanted, uh, we, we're very keen on this, this kind of idea of power skills. We think it's, uh, we think it's, you know, some of these skills are are just incredibly important and sometimes um, underserved or not given the, not given the attention that say maybe some of, you know, harder skills are given or, or job specific skills. And actually, you know, a new, a new manager or something like that, you know, without guidance on how to lead and how to manage and how to deal with um, difficult situations or how to chat to <clears throat> one of their team members that's maybe suffering from in, imposter syndrome or something like that. You know, the, these are really, really acute, difficult to learn and, and, and powerful skills. Um, and so we, we wanted something in the name that reflected that a bit, but was very much about the individual. So, how do you assemble the best version of yourself is basically mm-hmm. where it came from. Um, assemble you. Um we did think about trying to maybe, you know, do a bit of wordplay and make the U a, a like assemble letter mm-hmm. U as in for university, but um I believe that URL was taken. So I mean the other big consideration when you're starting a business in in sort of 2022, is um, what 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 domain names are available? <laughs> Especially if you want to get a .com. This is a bit different if you're fine with a .io or something like that, or .co. uk. Yeah. But if you want to get a .com domain, and we were very keen to do so because we, you know, we 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 were we we do kind of offer our services internationally. um Then it's yeah it, that, that's actually quite a big consideration um it's uh, more, more like partially about what's available as well but yeah we we really like the whole the name of assemble you because of because of that that kind of focus on the individual
0: awesome awesome i love it i really do. um and i guess you know your name really ties into what this podcast is about as well like we're assembling skills and helping to create a more equipped uh listener yeah, I time. won't say better developed because everyone has their own level of development, but better equipped because that's what we're about. It's giving you the tools necessary to um, provide the best and, and assemble you it clearly clearly seems to be following that mindset as well and pushing um, it's not something that's new, but like really bring it to the forefront of learning. And then I love that. So now that we know what what makes good good quality content we always have to ask, you know, what makes bad audio learning? You know, what's, what's the things to watch out for, you know, other than like the environment you sound like there's, I know we, we, we talked about accents, like they make a difference.
1: People are so, um, yeah, funny about the voice that they're listening to. And it, it's really funny. Cause I, I used to spend, or I have spent, you know, I've been in learning over 10 years and developing courses for a lot of that time. Um, And we've, I've always found it fascinating how, um, how people react to different accents and how, uh, how divisive some, some, some kind of accents are. Um, So, uh, you know, an interesting example, and I don't mind sharing this with you is um, we, we used, uh, so we, We started at the beginning of this year, and like I said earlier, we're kind of aimed at at an international audience for a UK company, but aimed at an international audience. So we thought, you know what, let's use a mix of North American and British voiceover actors. Um, And we found some really good, what we thought, nice, easy to listen to North American voiceovers, Um, and likewise in the UK, nice kind of conversational tone. Um, kind of things people could listen to and um, and yeah one of the one of the first kind of customers that listened to some of our courses were loved the ones you know and I think this is very much a preference from their point of view loved the UK um, voiceovers really struggled with the US ones and made the general kind of sweeping statement that none of their staff would like it because it had a had a US voiceover, which I which I find hilarious because I'm like I'm pretty sure they spend their weekends watching films full of US actors um, and uh, and series and all the rest of it. And you know we mentioned Friends earlier. Um, you know I'm showing my age, but basically grew up on Friends. Uh, and it's like well you know kind of used to American voices surely. And interestingly we don't get as much pushback from America about the British accent. Um, So, uh, so yeah, that's, that, that's something that's, that's kind of fascinating. So I think, I think in terms of getting the right voice, you, you, that's, that is actually really important. Um, and depending on what you're doing for your, for your audio, uh, your audio course, your audio delivery, you've really got to think about what kind of impact you're having. So are you, are you scripting something where you want maybe professional voiceover actors to kind of act something out in which case you know you just, just got to make sure you're picking the right person for the role or are you say trying to take the words or or um that's the word i'm looking for th- thoughts um from say senior leaders in the company mm-hmm. and um and get those into some kind of audio audio course i, th- I think like a you know something like an internal company podcast is a really really good idea and a really great way if especially if you're in a large company for say senior leaders to um to disseminate information very quickly mm-hmm. in which case and you, you probably want the senior leader on the you know to be to be doing the audio and people get to know them and build a relationship with mm-hmm. that with that kind of voice and that character so um yeah i think <clears throat> i think that's that's really that's really important. Like who you get to who you get to read and and kind of why, and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of how you design the the learning intervention and what what you want um, what you're trying to to achieve with it. So so yeah, you know, similar to I guess if you're putting a video together, what's on who's on the video, what's in the video, what kind of things you're using, it's it's the same kind of thing with um, with uh, with audio for sure. Um, and then in terms of, I guess, other things that make anything that makes a, a bad audio course would be the same things that makes a bad kind of, you know, a bad regular course. Is it, it's unengaging, uninspiring. It doesn't have actionable takeaways. doesn't have anything useful, goes on too long. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I feel a bit attacked here, Adam. Give me a second.
1: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No, no. Um. Uh, So, yeah, all those all those things, I guess, you know, same same kind of stuff to be um, to be uh, to be aware of.
0: Yeah. It's. It's such a unique um, aspect to think about, because, you know, we talk about accents like I'm oddly enough, I'm actually kind of partial to a sort of urban Nebraska accent like like I, I appreciate that. Um, that's very niche, to, <laughs> yes, you know, it's very niche. Um, as opposed to like you know uh, a very inner city Scouse accent you know I find that a lot harder and harsher um, but it's something you know it's, it's personal preference and I wonder how much it strays into the realm of ASMR you know really big thing on the go mainly food sounds but I don't you know, like, but the, the very much talking ones, like positive affirmations and, and things like that, like, it's very personal, isn't it? It's like when yeah. you have that, that audio learning, even, even the podcast, it's as though you're talking to one individual. Although there's, you know, hundreds or thousands of them, but that one individual, it becomes very private.
1: It's, um, there's a, there's an intimacy that you get yeah. with audio that you don't get with other other mediums and it's really interesting and and actually the you know the asmr movement is a is a reflection for sure on um on on the growth and the the kind of power and of of audio um because you know even i know there's a lot of asmr on on youtube but they're pretty much all designed to be listened to rather than yeah other than watched um and yeah it's 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 fascinating um and I think you get you get that kind of you know you, you've especially if it's a conversation you've got your headphones on you feel like you're in a room sat yeah. next to these two people who are yeah. talking and you get to and you get to listen in um it's it's I think you know it's part of the reason Clubhouse grew so quickly yeah. and 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 did did very well in the in the kind of early days because of that you know you you were given or you were given kind of quite what felt like quite intimate access to quite important or interesting people listening to, or, you know, talking about interesting topics. That was the the kind of premise. Um, And, and yeah, I think that's, that's definitely one of the, um, one of the big positives of, of audio. And actually the, I think that you've teed me up nicely for the, um, some of the things we were talking about previously around um, around, uh, sort of generational listening to, mm, to kind yeah. of, um, to podcasts. And, uh, it's, it's really interesting. I, I went into this business thinking we were designing a learning product for someone like, um, myself, myself being mid thirties, a couple of kids, no time at all to do anything because trying to run a business, have family, all the rest of it. And um, and kind of fitting in, learning around busy kind of professional and and, and family life. Um, and but actually, actually, there's you know podcasts and there's a there's a fantastic Spotify study, and we'll we'll I'll get the link. I was I was, I was
0: hoping you bring it up because I was going to force you into telling yeah, you. About yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There's a really good Spotify study where they um, where they kind of uh, they they asked um, a lot of Gen Gen Z. So uh, I think I'm a millennial. So the uh, the, ne- the next the next down, uh, you know, the people on TikTok, etc. Um, <laughs> about uh, about about their about their listening habits um, and on podcasts. And actually, it's one of the Gen Z are one of the one of the most active groups on Spotify in terms of listening to podcasts. And a lot of them were listening to them because they felt that audio was a was a safer space to listen to more sensitive topics um it's really interesting so you think you you know if you you think about it or you play it through in like a business context you know say i'm a i don't know i'm a first-time manager and i've got a difficult kind of not i'm not gonna say hr situation but i've i've got an issue with someone who works for me who I don't know. Maybe they've, I need to have a tough conversation with them. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, and I want some, I want some information to help me along. I want a bit of coaching or training. Maybe I pull someone aside and ask their advice. You know, it's probably one of the first things people do in terms of actually getting, but then, you know, am I Googling stuff? Am I at my desk reading through articles about it? When that person might be sat behind me or walking around or watching a video or actually do I, slip on my headphones go for a walk and listen to a podcast yeah. about that topic quickly or, or a or a short kind of training intervention on it um and so you can you can see where the kind of different well audio as a audio as, a, as an alternative modality can can be a real kind of um um asset if you if if you offer it um Um, or if you, you know, if you're just able to find the right stuff, I think that's the other thing about it. You know, there's, there's some great, great free stuff out there as well. So it's, um, it's that also, but just, you know, that, that intimacy, that privacy you get from, uh, listening to something is maybe, um, is maybe underrated in kind of traditional corporate learning or, or hasn't been given enough kind of, uh, you know space versus yeah. um, versus in the consumer world where mm. that's how people are consuming those things.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it goes back to that initial statement of it being private because, you know, our, our daily lives, we're just bombarded with visual things. You know, you set your computer seven, eight hours a day, you know, you're, you go for a walk down the town, there's screens everywhere. People, Bluetooth phones, you know, you're, you're getting constant updates and messages and things. And just to have that space to do something serious, it doesn't have to be serious, it's just slowly desensitize, I would say, I want to say desensitize in a way from all that very harsh um, action. Cl-
1: yeah, close it off, basically, yeah. you know, go into your own, go into your own world a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you like when I started this episode, I came in very hard, very fast, and now I've kind of just mellowed out ever so slightly just from this, this lovely <laughs> conversation. Um, so we,
1: we can spend the last uh, the last ten minutes like crumpling a bit of foil if
0: you want. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I don't want to ruin my hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's still all oh, fantastic advice, you know. Like, what's good? What's bad? Trying to break into that space, though, as a as an L&D team or a performance and development team, or mm. some sort of, of trainer who wants to get involved in starting audio learning, like what are some some practical advice that you would give them, other than subscribe to Assemble? You, <laughs>
1: yeah, great, great shout. Yeah. yeah, well, there there are there are you know there are companies like us out there that can that can help create bespoke audio and uh, and things like that. Uh, we also have a um uh, the library of skill courses, as I mentioned, but. Really, it's it's about you know picking the right topics, picking the right um, way of doing things. So you know a really simple way, say to get started, would be to look at converting some of your existing e-learning courses that maybe don't need to be on screen um, into into audio, and that could be as simple as extracting extracting the um, uh, the text. Scripting it so that it's actually like a, a proper script, or putting it into a conversation, or whatever whatever it is, um, and then and then getting some getting some uh, professional voiceover actors to um, to to do the do the recordings for you. Um, alternatively, I guess more kind of a, an in-house method: get yourself a really good microphone, mm-hmm. um, get yourself a room with soft furnishings that that where the sound isn't gonna bounce everywhere and um and script it yourself you know you there there are some great audio tools out there where you can you can cut um you know cut or cut stuff out really easily make things sound really good with a bit of with a bit of basic editing or um or or you can hire an editor to do it 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 also depends how polished you want the product and, and who it's going for as well you know that who it's going to you know that's that's important if you're fine with just a quick audio message where it doesn't have to be that polished then then yeah you know just i would say get get a good mic make sure you know what you're going to 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 say or that you've scripted it i think that makes kind of a big difference or if you know if you start with something simpler like interviewing some of your senior leaders or interviewing people that have done really good noteworthy or interesting things in the company mm-hmm. stuff that you want to you know you want other people to know about but you you want other people to know the detail about it you know and um and offer that in a in an in an audio format to to test whether people prefer that that modality um and yeah i don't think you know I okay i think like with with anything some stuff is like i said earlier better better with visuals but then some stuff you'll find
0: will,
1: will work or will be more impactful or more engaging, um, or easy, Will you make it easier for your people to engage if you make it if you make it in, in audio only? Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely yeah. definitely think about all those things.
0: I mean, I, I would say to anyone who, who kind of wants to break into the spaces, there's, there's nothing wrong with a rough start because yeah. the rough start is how you then do the business case to get the, the better, more polished things
1: build your proof of concept for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, if anyone's interested, um the microphone that I use is a um a Blue uh, Snowball Ice um which is 40 quid off Amazon. Um and I don't know what you're using, uh Adam.
1: So I've got a Shure M- MV7x which is um yeah, which which I bought recently actually. Um upgraded it because we are we are starting our own podcast and I am mm-hmm. On it quite a bit so i had an okay mic before but yeah mm-hmm. this one is a this one is a is a bit of a step up um and again this one wasn't overly expensive i think it was like 120 quid or something like that so it's not you know we're not talking thousands and <laughs> recording studio it's not needed. here it's
0: not <laughs> needed you know um but enough what's what's the the podcast that you're you're starting
1: it's going to be called the power skills podcast mm-hmm. so we are going to be looking at one of the Um, one of the topics that we teach in our courses each week say uh imposter syndrome or um courageous leadership or, or, or one of our one of our topics we're going to be looking at the research and we're going to be kind of taking it apart looking at some of the quotes and the stats that we found um and having a having a discussion around that um and where where um where we can find them we'll be bringing on experts as well to to discuss and give us a bit of their kind of their own experience of um of of, of dealing with things in those areas but it's a it's a learn along with us podcast so um it's uh, it's aimed at learning uh or it's, it's aimed at it's aimed at anybody who wants to improve that kind of core mm-hmm. set of skills um and we're hoping it will be a really useful resource for Learning and development and HR as well as a kind of as something free as an, a free audio that they can they can they can push out and and recommend if they yeah. they like the content. Um, so yeah, no, we're we're really excited. We've recorded five episodes so far. I think we're going to try and launch with launch with five probably in in October time, October 2022. So um, so yeah, that that should be that should be up and running soon. So yeah, very, very excited about that.
0: I actually look forward to hearing it. so' it's, <laughs> cool well, I, I expect it to be to be quality. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're kind of reaching towards the end uh, of of this fantastic episode uh, for say and myself. Um let's assume no one has listened to us for the last 35, 40 minutes. Um, what's something you want people to take away from today?
1: So I think when you're designing learning, Um, for people in your your organization just think about the different modalities that you're offering and are you making it as easy as possible for for people to kind of get the information that that they need Um, and if one of those is is audio then you know you you can you can probably quite easily try or test or get a proof of concept yourself out there um and if not there are companies like us that can that can that can help out as well and have a library of of audio based courses available so yeah I think I think if you've not tried audio or not given it a go yet you know find a way to give it a go because I think it's yeah it's one of those it's one of those things that when you think about what maybe you do in your own life or what your learners are doing you know, they're probably walking into the office with the headphones on and they're probably listening to music yeah. or to a podcast or something like that. And you're like, okay, well, if they're using that time and learning stuff off their own back, why, you know, if we deliver information in that way, could that be a, could that be a really great way to, mm-hmm. to, to, to get the right stuff in front of the right people, um, at the right time. So, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, th- think about audio as a as a serious kind of delivery modality for for your organization would be the, the big thing i'd say
0: fantastic and i'll i'll, I'll wholeheartedly echo that you know the, there's nothing wrong with a rough a rough start you know that proof of concept that, you, that we talk about and if you do go to companies like assembleu um you as a company already have all that that data to back up what you're saying you know you've you've researched it so yeah if you have trouble making a case there are companies out there that can help make that case for you when transitioning so yeah big time takeaway we've
1: we've run we've run a number of um pilots with organizations who wanted to build a business case for um for it first and at the moment you know we're, we're in our first year of um operating so those those pilots are free <laughs> right now so um so but they've been they've honestly been fascinating like the the we we basically give a handful of people in an organization access for a couple of weeks to a handful of the courses and then send um send a kind of feedback survey around to uh, to, to gather information and um and yeah, the the kind of the mix of res- the the kind of the responses are, are great, and it's, it's sort of given us ideas for new ways of doing things. And yeah, it's it's really good. So I think you know, speak to people, test stuff out on them as well, run pilots, all that kind of thing. I think that's um, that's just such a great way to uncover what people are really looking for and um, and um, and how best to deliver it
0: awesome um so if we wanted to reach out to, to yourself or to assemble you what's the best way to do it
1: yeah so um assemble you.com is the is the website um assemble Y-O-U.com. um like i said earlier we, we couldn't get the the plain new um and um just find me on linkedin Adam Lacey um, you'll see me as co-founder of assemble you on that um, or um, follow assemble you so we're going to be posting more kind of free power skills tips on our on our LinkedIn page so if you're if you're interested in following along um, and um, and sort of seeing those in your LinkedIn feed then um, then yeah just uh, follow assemble U on LinkedIn as well.
0: Awesome. And all this will be linked in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and if you want to reach out to the show itself, you can do so via email at l and d101podcast at uh, We're on Instagram, Learning and Development 101. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Or if you want to support the show in any way, uh, patreon.com forward slash learning and development 101. Um, Adam, this has been absolutely spectacular. So thank you very much for, for coming onto the show. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I've been your host, Joe. This has been our fabulous guest, Adam. Have a wonderful night.